0: Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon, Tony, an asteroid the size of a house zipped by Earth last night.
1: I'm Tony Kornheiser. It must have been a regular-sized house, because if it were a Wilbon-sized house, we would all be goner. That's it. You
0: know, that's interesting, because I live out here in Arizona on one floor, just one floor. I don't have an attic like you that you can be in for two or three years. And in a basement right. like you, that you could be in two or three years. Yeah. I got one floor. I got one simple
1: floor. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever Have you ever considered that the blueprint of one floor can be bigger than five other houses? You've got the no. house in Maryland. You got the house in Arizona. Yeah. You got the house in Chicago. Yeah. How many There's houses no does house. a person need? There's no well, no welcome house to PTI, boys and girls. Part, today's episode: tiny place. Florida wins by 20. Freddie Freeman gets his 2,000th, and Victor Wembanyama, your boy Wilbon, withdraws mm-hmm. from the World Cup of Basketball. But we begin today with Aaron Judge, who refuses to give a date for his return from that defensive play in right field that tore a ligament in Judge's big toe. He's now been out for three weeks and 18 games, and Judge said, "quote I'm not going to give you any timeline. I just got to get better, and then I'll be out there." unquote In Judge's absence, the Yankees rate in 10. Well, Wilbon, I concede you had this thing right all along. So what does Judge's continued absence mean for the Yankees?
0: It means continued mediocrity, uh, particularly offensively. And he's also a pretty darn good defensive player, as we chronicled a couple of different times, you know, in the first half of this season. Yeah. Aaron Judge is the guy in New York. And this is not a lineup with Ruth and DiMaggio. I mean, I'm sorry, Ruth and Garrick. It's just Ruth. I mean, there are other good hitters in that Yankee lineup, but they don't, you know, play off of Judge in any way that makes you think it's a great tag team. And, Tony, I don't blame him. I mean, people get so carried away right now with these timelines and they're so phony or they just sort of they they carry out the agenda of one party. And if I'm Judge, I say, you know what, I'm back out here. You know, you know, I'm not a loafer. Nobody can accuse me of that. There's nothing in my history that says I'm I'm, I'm a slacker. I'll be back out here when this toe feels fine, when this foot feels good enough to play, and so I can be like I was in that first third of the season.
1: So I don't mean to diminish Aaron Judge in any way with what I'm going to say. He's the American League MVP. He hit 62 home runs last year. But these are the New York Yankees. They they're allegedly have hitters. LeMayu's supposed to be a hitter. Donaldson's supposed to be a hitter. Stanton's supposed to be a hitter. Glibert Torres is a hitter. Anthony Rizzo is a hitter. Do you know that they're batting something like 195 collectively without Aaron Judge? That's terrible. So I don't think this is an Aaron Judge problem as much as I think it might be a general manager problem. And he ought to get some people up who can hit and say to Aaron Boone, You play these guys. Are we supposed to believe, Mike, that the moment Aaron Judge gets back, everybody's batting average is going to go up, you know, 75 points from what it is now in the 100s for Donaldson and, and, and Stan? Because if he's got that kind of magic, Mike, put him out in the field in a cast. I mean, if he's that Whoa. good. And I agree with you. I totally agree with you about these timelines because it only works one way. If Aaron Judge doesn't get back on time, people think there's something wrong and they're not getting the truth yeah, for Aaron Judge. Yeah. Everybody's body is different. You give him the time that he needs, or else you make an enemy out of a player who's your most important player.
0: And, Tony, Tony, and we've seen that over the years in various places. But, Tony, I'm not going to say it's a general manager problem. It's a hitter problem. Those guys yeah, you made are all accomplished Be- hitter. So do your yes, job get other pull hitters. Bill Belichick. Do your job. You know, right. I to get better. Right. Get better. Let's move to the Men's College World Series, which will be decided in tonight's rubber match between LSU and Florida. The Gators bounce back from Saturday's game one loss to win Sunday's game two, 24-4. Tone, does Florida's huge win give the Gators some kind of edge tonight?
1: So let me ask you a question, because it's an important question is the same pitcher that went out there last night going out there tonight? Because if there's a different (laughs) starting pitcher, if there's a different starting pitcher, then no. It doesn't really mean anything. I mean, LSU is going to have the same chance that it has to win any other game in the College World Series so far, and they've been 10-2 and so far. I actually think, Mike, if it's not the same pitcher, it doesn't predict anything. But if you lose 24-4, you can actually laugh that off. Because it's so yeah. crazy. It's so bizarre. I mean, LSU is a seven-time champion in the College World Series. So, no, I don't, I don't necessarily think that it means anything. And, and I'll give you an example from the major leagues this weekend. D- didn't the Angels score 25 on Saturday 25. over the Rockies? 25 to and 1. And didn't they then lose 4-3 yeah. yesterday? Yes. Because it's different pitchers, Mike, different results. There's no
0: carryover. And I guess it was Earl Weaver, we always talk about this, who once famously said, you know, momentum is tomorrow's or tonight's starting pitcher. And so that's that's the deal. And Tony, I've been paying more attention than usual to these World Series games. And it's not like the softball. It is not like the softball where you saw a lot of 2-1 games. There have been crazy games. There have been 14, 11 games. Some of these Scores look like football scores, and there's been a lot of hitting and a lot of home runs and high-scoring games, and it means nothing the next day. There's not particularly any momentum out there. So we'll see what LSU can do when it comes to putting a pitcher out there with somebody that – I mean, they're pretty deep. They not, may not be able to run their ace out there, but, you know, LSU, like you said,
1: Tom, they're an accomplished team in this. I'll just say this one thing, that history actually – favors Florida ten times the College World Series has gone to a third game. Seven of those times the team that won game two wins game, wins three, game the three the last five yeah, times yeah. in a row. You know, and Florida no did, if I'm either. not mistaken, Florida did beat LSU in the College World Series, I believe, in 2017. So history does favor them. We move on. Victor Wembanyama told the French newspaper L'Equipe that he will not be playing in the upcoming World Cup. Wembanyama's concern He's playing too many games, citing his recent French pro team schedule and next season's NBA games. Wim Banyama is planning to play in Summer League for the Spurs, but not in the World Cup for his country. Woban, is this decision good or bad for basketball? Tony, is, it's, it's bad in the short term because people want to see Wim
0: Banyama every day. They want to see he's the guy you want to change your own personal schedule. I'm about to. To try and see Wim Banyama. So I get that. So it's bad in the short term and it's bad for that particular team. But my God, how many obligations can he fulfill? It's good in the long term. Now I know it sounds like just an early dose of load management. Okay. Yes, it you does. and I make fun yes, of load management all the time within the league structure. But this kid, Tony, Tony, they're playing too many games now from the age of 10. My son's 15. He's playing in Europe now, and he's played about, he wound up about 55 games this year. This is insane for their bodies at this age. He's 19. He's already a yeah. pro. He's playing a pro schedule and getting knocked around by pro people. And we'll do that again come Halloween. So this is good for basketball and Wimbanyama in the long term, though
1: maybe not in the short term. We're going to have an honest disagreement here. I think this is terrible. I think that World Cup and the Olympics are those moments when teams other than the United States can show the rest of the world how good they are. If he's on the French team, he's going to be out there defending with Rudy Gobert. Can you imagine trying to get to the rim against him and Go Bar- Gobert? That is rejection city, Holmes. And I'll tell you this, Mike. I would much rather watch Victor Wembanyama play for France, his home country, where all of his dreams were nurtured, play for them against, say, Serbia or Canada or Spain or the United States, then watch him play in an utterly meaningless summer league game in Las Vegas where the competition won't even be as good. I'm sorry he's made this decision. I understand the decision. It's his right to make this decision. But I'm sorry for it because... I looked at the World Baseball Classic, and I saw what that did for baseball. And I look at this World Cup, and I think this is is what you do. You play in these games and not the Summer League in Las Vegas. That's just my opinion. Tony, he'll
0: play for France. He'll play for France. He got plenty of opportunities, including the Olympics, to play for France. He's not abandoning the the French national team. He's just not going to play for them right now. He's already played a full season. How many
1: seasons? And you know what? If he gets know, hurt, you're going to be the first person to call him a stick figure. No, I, I understand that. But <laughs> people can get hurt no matter what. They can get That's hurt true. in the That's summer. True. I'll give you that. They can. You Let's that. take a break. Coming up, Freddie Freeman gets hit number 2,000. Will he get to 3,000?
0: And Marlins rookie starter, Yuri Perez, has been so good so quickly.
1: But should the team be cautious with him moving forward? Who should he for? You don't not think seeing. Go Bear and Wembenyama out there on defense, you don't think that would be thrilling? You don't think that would result in great games? No, me
0: seeing him in Vegas courtside, that's going to be thrilling.
2: Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Come back to Pardon the Interruption. Presented by Corona. Part of Happy Hour.
1: Got my trusty mailbox here because it's time to find out what's popping with the populace in mail time. Here we go. Freddie Freeman got his 2,000th hit. Says he wants to get the 3,000. Do you like his chances? Tony, I do, actually. And, you know, a lot of these
0: traditional baseball records are so out of reach because people don't play enough games in a season. I mean, there's certain things, particularly the pitching records. I mean, just you know, forget 300, getting to that mark again. It's just not possible. But Freeman averages about 180 hits a season. I don't expect that to continue as he gets older. But he's still in his prime, and he's got a couple more years there. If he can average 135 hits a year, he can get there in like seven seasons or even six or seven seasons. And that would just be at about 40 years old. So I, I do like Freddie Freeman to get to 3,000, which would be a really big deal. Considering only what, 33 people have reached
1: that milestone? 33. I like that. Yeah. 33. Freddie Freeman, right now, is a first ballot Hall of Famer. No And he's question. not a guy who hits just home runs, he hits the ball hard to all fields. He's a 299 career hitter, but Mike, as he's gotten into his 30s the last four years, 341, 300, 325, and 317. So he's getting better as he gets older. And he's got two things that really help him as he gets to be 37, 38, and 39, which is where the crunch is going to come. One is that he's a first baseman. Not a lot of wear and tear on your legs when you're a first baseman. Your body survives that. And he's a lefty. He's going to see a lot of writing pitching, and he's a really great player. Mike, he's the greatest player ever against the Washington Nationals. You know how you hate the Cardinals, but you respect the Cardinals, and you hate the Packers, but you respect the Packers. I hate Freddie Freeman, and I love (laughs) Freddie Freeman, and I respect him, and I think if he gets 175 hits per year for the next six years... He's over, and I hope he gets it. Way over. He's a well, great player. If he player. gets 175, Damn. we'll be
0: talking about will he get to 3,500 if he gets to 175? 1 the average is 180. Average Why shouldn't he get know, 170, 75? 170, nah, Here you we get go. old. You get old. Gosh, Should the guru.
1: Marlins proceed cautiously or confidently with 20-year-old pitching star Yuri Perez? Well, I think if you proceed cautiously now, you get to the point where you can
0: be confident and proceed confidently. By the way, Tony, I didn't know until we started talking about this, preparing to do this, talk about this for a story, that he's 6'8". I mean, you know, Six, I, you eight, know I'm only quick pitch every night.
2: But 6'8", wow.
0: And that's a lot bigger than say, Chris yeah. Sale, though, who's like 6'6", or 6'7", yep. and weighs like 112. But, Tony, yes, you get, sh- now, don't shut him down. But lighten his load before the All-Star break, and you won't have to do anything crazy at the end of the year like shut him down. If you're in a wild card race, which the Marlins could be in. And this kid is so oh. good, he's like five and one with a one-three-four nine-star. 4, nine starts one, three, in. four. Uh, Okay, yeah. so like, like be cautious, and maybe he'll be much more durable than today's generation of pitchers, which for the most part ain't very.
1: I agree with you about being cautious. The Marlins are being cautious. He's thrown 47 innings so far. That's all. He's got the 1-3-4 ERA. In June, he's allowed only one earned run in 28 innings. But those 47 innings are over nine starts, Mike. That's five innings of starts. So they are being cautious. They're being cautious. The problem here is any one pitch by any one pitcher and your arm explodes. Do you think that the Mets and the Rangers weren't cautious with Jacob deGrom? Of course they were. These things happen all the time. You don't know why they happen, and I don't know why they happen. They didn't happen in the 50s, in the 60s, and the 70s. No. And they happen no. every hour now. The elbow, it, it, it just breaks. I don't know why this happens. So being cautious, and we agree you know they should theory. be cautious, they don't, it doesn't they, really they matter. Play, they play one sport. They play one yeah, sport, and their joints
0: are just overworked too much and overused. Catfish Hunter and Ferguson Jenkins, we didn't worry about them popping anything. They just pitched until they got to be like 50, and finally they got tired of it.
1: So why did you let your son join the pro team in Europe where he is now? Why did you do that? He's
0: playing AAU
1: 16 and under. What are you talking about? I thought him and Doncic were out there together at 15 years old. If he's with Doncic, I need
0: to see a paycheck. Okay, I need to see so, some scratch. Uh, if
1: he's playing with Don, Julio Rodriguez robs a home run and gets one robbed. Yeah. and the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, they move John
0: Collins, while the Suns are gonna reportedly stick with DeAndre Ayton. I ain't buying that. I thought you I wouldn't stick with I DeAndre Ayton. You,
1: you want help. him out, right? He's the yeah.
0: reason. You, you know what you can stick with? You want I should have in given Europe. some pub to Chris Paul. Our book is out, 61. People should go out. If finally I, came out, did you write eight. this five
2: years ago? We
1: don't
0: when
2: mention it. When did you write eight. this? There's no.
3: Legal and administrative and customer support at Robert Half. We know talent. Visit RobertHalf.com today. Happy time, people. Happy
1: 49th birthday, Derek Jeter. Jeter is no longer running the Miami Marlins, that didn't work. Now, Jeter is doing baseball on Fox. Indeed, Jeter made his TV debut in London this past weekend, and Big Poppy gave him a Red Sox jersey with his name on it as a welcome gift and Jeter immediately tossed it off the set. (laughs) Jeter is, of course, best known for being number two, the captain, Derek Jeter. He went into the Hall of Fame with 396 of 397 possible votes. Five-time World Series champion, 14-time All-Star, five-time Gold Glove, five-time Silver Slugger, and doesn't he look great behind the wheel in that Grand Wagoneer commercial?
0: You know, most of these
1: commercials is
0: just junk. That one's so great <laughs> when it says it has a captain's chair and Jeter yeah. is sitting in it. That commercial, yeah. as opposed to all the ones you slurped that aren't any good like all day Super Bowl Sunday, is great. Yeah. Kudos to the marketing people. Don't say I
1: never gave you credit. so weird to hear that from you. Happy anniversary, Tim yeah. Duncan. Around this day, 26 years ago, the Spurs selected the Wake Forest big man with the first overall pick of the NBA draft. How'd that work out? With Duncan at the hub of the wheel, the Spurs won five championships. Duncan was probably a more important figure than even David Robinson, who was the Spurs' first overall number one pick. Now they have drafted Victor Wembanyama with a third overall number one pick for that team. And as you can see from this picture, with Spurs' greats Robinson, oh. Duncan, <laughs> Sean Elliott, and Manu Ginobili, <laughs> Wembanyama towers over them. But will he deliver championships like them?
0: He's a head. Taller than David Robinson, than the Admiral. How about that, you know, Tony. I know you. 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 You're trying to pump the brakes, and that's very reasonable. I'm all in. I want to go to Vegas. I'm going to plan to go to Vegas if he plays in the summer league. If he plays in the one in Utah, I'm going to Salt Lake City. I want to be there when Wimbanyama kicks it off. You should be there too. Get out of your basement. Come he see. He should Drake.
1: play in the World Cup. He should play in the World Cup for his his country. Happy trails to a home run for Julio Rodriguez. One day after J-Rod robbed Baltimore's Ryan Hearn of what would be a two-run seventh-inning homer, Baltimore's Anthony Santander returned the favor by going over the right field wall in the first inning yesterday at Camden Yards and robbing Rodriguez of a home run. Speaking of homers, I hope I pronounced this right, Santander hit a game-tying homer yesterday, his 14th of the season and his fifth in the last six games. So the question was, which is more fun, hitting a homer or robbing one? And Santander said, quote, the first one is good because I'm able to keep the score at zero for my pitcher, and a homer to tie the game is also fun, unquote.
0: You know how the three-pointer changed basketball, and it just seemed to be a proliferation, and there is a proliferation. These catches, Tony, I know Willie Mays might have been the greatest outfielder still of all time defensively. Yeah. But the fences, the ballparks were different. You didn't see these kind of catches. I mean, Ken Griffey Jr., you know, gave us. He sort of ushered in. You'd see 10 of them a year, maybe. Now there's 10 of them a night. They're spectacular. All these guys can go up over the wall and get it. It's amazing. It's added a dimension, a great dimension to
1: baseball to me. Jim Edmonds made those catches. He made catches Edmonds did make them. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He was terrific. Let's go to the big finish. Chris Haynes of TNT reports that the Suns are moving forward with a plan to keep DeAndre Ayton, who you hate. Do you believe this?
0: I, I don't hate him. May, and, and, you know, maybe Vogel can get something out of him that nobody's been able to get, but I would trade him. There's some deals out there, it seems to me, to be offers. You can get multiple guys back that'll be better for the Suns. That's just, I, that's just me.
1: Justin Verlander and the Mets host the Brewers tonight. Who you got? i got Furlander. i always got Furlander. I'm looking for the Kinlock deal. What are you, nuts? 20-year-old <laughs> Rooney Yin won the women's PGA. Are you impressed by that? Yes, yeah, she birdied 18. Rose Zhang finished tied for eighth. I watched that
0: most of the weekend. Loved the tournament, and congratulations to her. Keegan Bradley won the
1: Travelers. Is that significant? Yeah, I watched that. I don't know if it's significant. He, he was like 23 under, but he did it in New England. He's from New England. It meant a lot to him. Last one, the Hawks are planning to trade John Collins to the Jazz for Rudy Gay in a second. Is that significant? I mean, it's a salary dump. I mean, Rudy Gay at this
0: point, John Collins should be in the prime of his career. Atlanta's trying to get rid of salary, but maybe they're not finished. Maybe there are more deals to be made to shore up that roster around Trey Young. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornhutcher. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple podcast. And now,
1: here's SportsCenter. Yeah, NBA hot stove, like all hot stoves, like NFL.
3: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too.